Let's Play Pretend is an explicit podcast with subject matter that may be disturbing to some listeners. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Yeah, Cody's laughing, so it's good. Let's Play Pretend! Let's Play Pretend! Let's Play Pretend! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play Pretend. My name is Jordan Derringer, and I am your DM, GM, Keeper, Handler, and Host. And as always, I have with me Mr. Nick Barnett. Politicians and diapers should be changed often and for the same reason. (laughs) (laughs) And I also have with me Mr. Breck Black. Hi, Ryan. And uh, my fun fact for this week is that I have watched every single one of Arthur's videos on his YouTube channel, but he does not know that yet. What? Wait a minute. Are you Super Saiyan just saying 420? I can neither you're the, confirm you're the only nor one deny that. <laughs> Love it. And uh, as you just heard, Arthur, I have Mr. Matchek. Well, hello. Arthur's uh, super secret fact of the day is he only poops once every two days. That's absolutely disgusting. It had to be known. No, it didn't. It could have stayed a secret forever. (laughs) I think I want to end the show now. (laughs) Well, everybody, thanks for coming. Uh, That's a wrap on Let's Play Pretend. See you next season. (laughs) (laughs) Arthur died of mysterious circumstances. Hey, I mean, the Inside Out man's there, like, staring you guys down. You might just be target number one. (laughs) But I also have with me Mrs. Melanie Derringer. Hi, I play Samantha, and I have no fun facts today because I wasn't prepared. So, yeah. I texted you earlier. No, you fucking didn't. I'm going to look it up right now. Look in the group chat. I'm going to. Uh, yeah, he definitely No, did. he didn't. Yeah. Mm. 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 Weird. No. And last but no. most certainly no. not. No. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Never mind. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, I had an interview today. I was very distracted, all right? Are you cock-blocking my intro? Yeah. <laughs> it's just really rude. Last but most certainly not least, our returning guest, Mrs. Shelby Hill. What's up, y'all? I'm playing Elise, and my fun fact is that I don't like anything pumpkin-flavored. I can get down with that. Yeah, that's a good fun fact. I like that. Yeah. I mean, Elise doesn't. I Shelby, I, I enjoy a pumpkin-flavored thing. Beverage, cake. Schnapp pie. Pie. Yes, pie's a good one. Yeah, pumpkin pie, yeah. <laughs> Shelby, okay. You've made a homemade pumpkin pie before, right? Before I put my foot in my mouth you bring them to thanksgiving right i am not the one that brings them to our family's thanksgiving but i have made pumpkin pie before i feel like at some event that i've been at you have had a homemade pumpkin pie are you have you broken into our other family events (laughs) i suppose at some point i may have made a pumpkin pie for our family 
Would you say that in front of a jury? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would. <laughs> I have 100% made a pumpkin pie for our family. I, I was just going to compliment your pumpkin pie is all I was going to compliment. Oh, thanks. That's prosecution arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Slave over them things. Not really. It's very. It's a very easy recipe. Let me tell it to you, all of it. Just all right. Excruciating detail. <laughs> no, My no, no. are going to be weird this time around. That's not what the people want to hear. Hey, you don't know I that. Don't that think, might be yeah. what the people want to hear. <laughs> Guess you're right. Let us know down in the comments if you want a video of Shelby making a pumpkin pie. All right. So, so the last episode started with Ryan pass the fuck out. Okay. Anyway, let's play. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> more, God, more. Uh, last episode started with Ryan pass the fuck out from the stress of the monster. And you guys managed to catch him before he fell flat on his back. It was just a momentary lapse of uh, consciousness he came to real quick. And at that point, Elise walked in, introduced herself, told you guys that she was just at the hive and was just rescued by Lance and Charlotte. You guys did some introduction stuff with Elise. She kind of found out who you guys were. You found out who she was, decided that before you should leave to basically do a rescue mission for Lance and Charlotte at this point, to look around the movie theater for their stockpile that they said they had. Because what's a rescue mission without weapons? You guys split up. Ryan went upstairs. Samantha and Chris stayed out in the lobby. Everybody else started searching the theaters. Ryan saw in another theater that there was an Inside Out Man. Called you guys all back out to the lobby. Told you about it. Chris froze. The Inside Out Man came out to the lobby. And that's where we start now. At this point, Chris is facing down the thing that you guys know to have killed him. So, for Chris, I am going to roll a fight, flight, or freeze. And in this scenario, oh, he, he is going get a faint. to... No. He's a soldier, Melanie. Everybody else gets faint, but Chris doesn't oh, that's get not a true. faint. That's Jordan. not true. Yes. Uh, could I just say that I personally didn't know that's what killed Chris, and I have received spoilers on this episode, and I'm a little upset about it. Oh, God damn it, Jordan. You have. You have. <laughs> that, that, is the, <laughs> that is the... Why aren't you caught up the, yet, Shelby? <laughs> it's not out yet. <laughs> I've listened to all the ones that are out. <laughs> well, yeah, this was, a, this was a revelation from like two episodes ago. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Um, and yeah, Melanie, I've had you guys do fight, flight, or freeze before, too. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I would say normally it's faint, but I think once or twice it was fight, flight, or freeze. Nope. I don't remember. I think you're full of it. I know he's full of it. I edit the episode. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Why argue with the editor. You said it once, and then you con- or you took it back and said, no, not freeze. I mean, faint. So you did say it once, but you never let us throw on it. Would it make you guys feel better if he does faint? Yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so I don't want him to faint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in this scenario, his least likely is going to be fight. His middle is going to be flight. And I guess his most likely is going to be faint, since that's what you cretins want. 
and he rolled a four. So the inside out man comes out, makes his <laughs> noises, and Chris fucking hits the ground. Chris is out of this fight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Since uh, that's what you guys fucking wanted, you, that's what no, happened. That's, yeah, I think you escalated. I think you way did too. too. Quickly, God. <laughs> I think we made a simple question, and you made an outrageous outcome. I mean, that uh, could also be too. But uh, real quick, Shelby, could I please get your dexterity number? Why? That's never a good question. Because the way combat works in you don't have Delta to Green, tell me why. I'll just tell you. Okay. Is it the score or the times five score? Just the regular score. Ten. Ten. Okay. So you and Breck are gonna go in the same order. Oh wait. So we're going off decks for. Uh... Yeah, that's how combat works in Delta Green. Oh, my dexterity is. 16. I know. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I have all. I have everybody else's decks. Because I tried to take notes. Try. Keyword. Try. Try. So I just rolled a d20 for the Inside Out Man's decks, and unfortunately, he goes first. Yay! I call hacks. (laughs) Don't worry, you'll be a close second, because your dex is 16 and he rolled a 17. What are we supposed to be fighting this thing with? We don't really have weapons. Uh, I beg to differ. We have a rock bat. I have my broom spear. Chris is unconscious, but he has a rock gun. I got, as, soon, I got a as, soon as, I, as soon as I hear Arthur say that, I look down at Chris's body. Can I take the gun off of his body? You can try, but when he passed out, it was like death gripping that gun. Is he still in all of his, like, military regalia and such? Does he have any grenades on him? Let's see. Let's okay, roll a 50-50. How did you say he fell? Face first. That, okay. So, technically, he's laying on the gun. Technically. So, did he just, I don't know, family guy style? Just, or did he, like, crumble to the ground <laughs> like a normal human passes out? Um... Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I rolled a 92. He does not have any grenades. So, you know, sorry about that. You're not. No, I'm not. But anyway, first thing the inside out man does is leaps up to the ceiling and starts to crawl across the ceiling. No, thank you. No, bueno. And at this point, he basically crawls right over top of you guys and lands on the other side where Chris is at. And that is his turn. So he's by me and Chris. Yes. Yay. Where are we all oriented? So Sam was standing right next to Chris. Because she had, was by the window, but she walked mm-hmm. back over to Chris when the inside out man came back out. You did not, actually. I just listened to the I episode. You were still over by the window. Okay, well then, no. I am over by the so window. So then, yeah. So no, the inside out man is just next to Chris. Passed out, not able to protect himself, Chris. Arthur, it's your turn. Nice. Oh boy! Uh, well, I look around, and uh, is there like what? What's in our vicinity on the ground near Chris and him? Carpet. I want to light a candle that I have because we all had candles for some reason. I don't remember what we have. Because Ryan found the candles at the lighthouse or at the treehouse and gave them yeah, to you guys. Has. It's been a while since we've been in a treehouse. I want to light that candle and throw it at the carpet and try to get the fucking inside out man's attention away from Chris. Roll me a luck check. 
Got it, buddy. First roll of the night. 42 out of 77. Perfect. Um, also roll me a 50-50. Just a regular 50-50. I rolled a 6. Okay, good. Good, good, good. That's that's what you wanted. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't like that reaction, so the fact he said it's um, I my the reaction was bad, and then my brain went, no, stupid, that's good. So uh, you're good. Basically, I was making you roll to see if there was asbestos under the carpet. <laughs> okay. Because I was going to start poison clouding you motherfuckers. Damn. So, but you rolled successfully, so that didn't happen. But yeah, I will say the carpet does not light on fire. Nice. But there is a there is a candle laying sideways over there now. And it does seem to have grabbed the inside out man's attention for the moment. Okay, while he's doing that, uh, how far away am I, by the way? Maybe 10 feet from him. Okay, try to make a rush for it and help get Chris to wake up. I thought he was a soldier, goddammit. I mean, would you be able to keep your composure if you were face-to-face with the thing that killed you? I'm... Uh, I mean, not yet. <laughs> I don't know where the stuff is going. I'm just trying to fucking hold my shit right now, okay? We're, we're gotta, we gotta calm down. We gotta fight this thing. Chris gotta wake up. I will say that you lighting the candle and throwing it would have been your action, so you can move to Chris, but you will have to wait until your next turn to try and help him wake up. Okay. Would I be able to like, help someone if someone else comes to get Chris? We'll see how I'm feeling when that happens. When, <laughs> if that happens. You got it, cop. Alright, Samantha, you're up. The inside out man is by Chris, and Arthur's trying to get to Chris, correct? Arthur is next to Chris now. Okay. Does Samantha still have her tire iron? Yes. You never told me you put it down, so yes. Okay. So, Sam, seeing Chris on the ground, she's going to take her tire iron and kind of grip it a little tighter. And where where's the Inside Out Man's attention currently? Uh, I said that Arthur was able to steal his attention away for a moment with the candle. So I will basically say for this round, his attention will be on the candle. But as soon as his turn is up, it'll be back to Chris. Okay. Is Sam able to move closer to Chris without him noticing? No, not in one turn. Because you'd have to go like all the way to the other side of the lobby to get up behind him. She's kind of far away. And so I don't really know what to have her do. And I'm trying to go back through my notes to see if I gathered anything. Oh, so Sam still has her backpack, and what she's going to do is she's going to take it off, and she's going to open up one of the packages of beef jerky that was in it and throw it in the direction of the Inside Out Man to hopefully let him eat that instead of, you know, her crush. (laughs) So she's sacrificing rations currently, but... She'd rather have him eat beef jerky than her, you know, crush his face. Okay. What? What did you just roll? I just rolled a 50-50 to see what was going to happen, and I rolled a 57 for the creature. So, yes, you, uh, his attention went to the bag of beef jerky for a moment. Good, good. So she's going to try and go over to, to Chris as close as possible as you'll currently let me. You can get right up to him, but your action was throwing the throwing the jerky so you're not going to be able to help get him up or attack or anything that's fine she just moves over to him and is just knelt down next to him at this point 
Welcome to the Thrilling Shit Club. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, that is going to put us to Ned. So he's kind of turned his back, and now he's going after this beef jerky. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. He's looking at it anyway. He hasn't made a move to anything yet. I'll have him do a con roll uh, on the beginning of his next turn. But yeah, for now. So I kind of look over at Ryan. Does he still have the handgun from Chris? He does. All right. I kind of look over at Ryan then and make the handgun thing. And I'm like, you're going to shoot this thing, right? Just looking at you in the, in the eyes. How tall is this thing again? Uh, I think last episode, I said it was about regular human size. I think I said it was like 5'8 or 5'9. I said it has claws on its hands that are about a foot long each. It has claws on its feet, which helps it to climb around on the ceiling and walls like it did. It's got razor sharp teeth and it has no eyelids. Hmm. Does it have eyes? It has eyes, yes. Gross. Ned's gonna do the dumb thing. Ned is still holding the weird rock bat from Arthur. So I look over and see that Ryan still has that gun on him, and I just kind of look at Ryan and I nod my head. And I'm gonna run up and I'm gonna... I know it's for firearms, but I'm gonna do a called shot with this bat. I want to try and bash it in the kneecap. Okay. Um, I'll do the same... Since you're doing a called shot, go ahead and roll me a melee weapons, but do it at a negative 10. Negative 10 on melee weapons. I'm not going to give you the full negative 20 for a called shot since, you know, you're swinging something that's kind of easier to do. Yeah. Got a 37 on a modified 20. Okay. So even with the negative 10, you still would have missed. Yeah. Or even without that, you still would have missed. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to burn 17 luck to hit him? Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to die. Really? Okay. I don't want to die. I threw that out there kind of being joking, but okay. Go ahead. If you want to burn 17 luck to hit him. I'm pretty sure I would die if I swung this thing and missed at him. All right, that puts me down to 65 luck. Okay. So I swing this bat right into the front of his kneecap. Yep, and I think I said that's a D8 of damage, so go ahead and roll damage. Roll a dice I didn't pull out. All right, D8. Eight. Nice! Okay. Um, he takes eight damage, uh, screams, and turns around to face you now. You have successfully taken his attention off the beef jerky. I think I'm going to need some help over here. That is going to put us to Ashley's turn. You see Ashley, who hasn't really made a sound since the Inside Out Man showed up, pulls out a knife. And you guys realize that it is the same knife that she used to cut her hand for the ritual. So it's a decent sized knife. And she runs up behind this thing and just yells, You stay away from my brother! And jumps on its back. And she is going to make an attack roll with the knife to try to stab it in the throat. And she rolled an 18. Perfect. So she's going to hit it. A knife is only, unfortunately, a d6 of damage. And she rolled a 2. So she tries to stab it and isn't able to 
puncture with the knife, but she's able to kind of slash. And it takes two damage and kind of screams out and now looks really angry. And now it's Ryan's turn. So Ryan, seeing Ashley on this thing's back and not really able to shoot it without, you know, re-killing Ashley, is going to reach into his uh, duffel bag that he has and pull out the mm-hmm. fire extinguisher and attempt to spray it in the face. Okay, are you uh, are you proficient with fire extinguisher? Well, I'm sitting here thinking if there is a way to do it without also blasting Ashley in the face. Because she kind of jumped on its back like piggyback style in order to stab it. So her head is kind of like right next to the monster's head. I'm going to be honest. I was kind of hoping it also get Ashley off its back. So if it hits her in the face, the better. Okay, perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, sweet. Uh, you are pointing an item, pulling a trigger. So I'm going to say, give me a firearms check. Yay, I'm good at that. That is a 20 on a 60. Okay. So you pull out this fire extinguisher. You remember to pull the pin. Good job. And you spray it in the face with the fire extinguisher, which unfortunately isn't going to do any damage, but it is going to kind of temporarily blind it. And... 92. Uh, you definitely hit Ashley and blind her as well. But Ashley has eyelids to blink the stuff out of her eyes. She does indeed. Still doesn't mean it doesn't hurt like a son of a bitch, though. Poor Ashley. And she's just like, Brian, what the fuck? Well, sorry. In the way. Gun. Shoot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you not noticed that this is how Ryan talks in, like high stress moments <laughs> no I haven't this is like- I have noticed this throughout the entire podcast like very very uh, good at talking and then high stress moments comes out and he just gets the points out <laughs> that is the important words that he needed to say <laughs> you accidentally the powerpoint again bud <laughs> so, so yes Ashley jumps off of his back and starts rubbing at her eyes. As his last thing, Ryan is going to basically toss the fire extinguisher at Arthur. Like, at his feet. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, and we're just Uh-oh. beating Arthur in the back of the head, too. <laughs> I realized I needed to specify feet, otherwise you were going to take that a very different way. Yes, I am like a genie. If you do not specify, I'm going to make it the worst possible outcome for you. Uh-huh. Yes. And I'm hoping... <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> And I'm hoping he saw what I did and will repeat it. All right. Elise, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to run up to this monster and I'm going to hit it under its chin. I have my baseball bat with nails in it. I'm going to swing it under to hit it, um, hit its chin. Try to like break its jaw. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a melee weapons. I don't know how to do that. I've never played uh, this game. Just a D100. Did it again. Yeah, it is a D100. If you go down on your character sheet in the uh, ah, like I the bottom of the first weapon. one. Yep. Sixty-two out of thirty. Yeah. Yes. Did you put any? Uh, you didn't put any skill into melee weapons, right? No, I'm a scientist. Yep. So that is out of thirty. Did I fail? Yes. Oopsie. So you go to swing. It's kind of flailing around. 
because of the stuff in its eyes, and it just happens to move out of the way as you swing. Can I do anything else? Like, can I retreat, or do I have to? Yeah, you can. You can step back. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that you used your whole movement to move like six feet up to it. Yeah, I'll step away from it. Okay, that is gonna take us back to the top of the round, which means it is Chris's turn, and he's gonna roll a Constitution to see if he can wake up. Bless you. I choose. It sounded like you rolled like ten different dice. No, I rolled two, but. One of them bounced out of my dice box and landed on the other side of my desk. But that being said, he rolled an 11, which is a crit success. So he wakes up. Uh, do we have? But that's going to be his entire turn is waking up and standing up. So Wait, he's standing. He's just going to be like, I'm up now. He's not going to take a half a second. Have you never seen somebody pass out? <laughs> no, it is instant floor, instant up. <laughs> It is my world, and he will react how I want him to react. No, um, yeah, he uh, he takes a second. I, I'm trying to streamline this combat process so the combat doesn't take the whole episode, Melanie. If it takes the whole episode, it takes the whole episode. Okay, so Chris is sitting up. There you go. Because if somebody who passes <laughs> out stands up right away, they're just going to pass the fuck back out. Blood flow. Yeah, exactly. Why did I invite my wife to play this game? You've said in the beginning that I'm in a brat mood, okay? Yeah, you're right. I did. Yeah, All welcome right. to how it was when you were in a brat mood. <laughs> the worst part is, Matt, she didn't have any brats. God. She had mac and cheese. She's in a mac and cheese mood. <laughs> yeah. Arthur, your turn. All right. <clears throat> oh, no, I'm sorry. Hang on. Inside Out Man's turn. Yeah, I was hoping. Yeah. No, it's okay. He has to roll a con check to see if he can actually focus on attacking somebody or if he's still going to be pissed off about the stuff fire extinguisher yep and he failed his constitution check so he's still trying to he's still kind of furiously swinging like screeching and just like flailing his arms around so he does not get to attack so okay now it's your turn arthur all right arthur is going to pick up the fire extinguisher and do exactly how he saw his friends do and spray a fire extinguisher that fucker's face so if you want, I will give you one chance to retcon that because, well, because he's still feeling the effects of the first one. So doing it a second time is kind of not going to have an effect. Oh, well, okay. I didn't know if it would like reapply it. Like, I don't know. Well, he'll have to redo the constitution check on his next turn. So he's okay. for this turn. He is uh, basically incapacitated. But I, okay. Then there wouldn't be a point to spray then I will actually, yeah, retcon. Rewind! Arthur's going to take out his spear and use his opportunity to stab him in the throat. Okay. Arthur's definitely super confident with his shitty made weapon. And he got a 67 out of 42. Actually, no, that would be unarmed combat, so this would be melee weapon, so it's even worse. <laughs> 67 out of 30. I mean, you can burn 37 luck if you want to. Ooh, wow. What a great and totally not stupid idea. <laughs> oh, I'll miss like a loser. Okay. Then it will go to... Do you want to do any movement or anything, or are you just going to try to attack, miss, and that's it? Uh, I'm going to... After I... I 
attack and totally beef it, I'm gonna equip the fire extinguisher again and prepare to spray him in the face if he stops, if he was able to see again. That's my turn. Okay, Samantha, your turn. Samantha is going to help Chris stand up so he doesn't fall back down. And uh, she's going to look at him and go, are you okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I was not expecting to see this thing, but uh, let's let's just get this done. Are you sure you don't need to take a second? Like, I know it's right there, but it looks like the group has it under control if you want to just sit back. You see him tighten his grip on his rifle, and he's like, no, this this is personal. She sighs a little bit, but nods. Okay, let's take care of this then. And she's going to give him a small, like, smile, and she's going to run over and go to smack the inside-out man in the knee with her tire iron to try and get it down. Okay. I don't know what I'm rolling for that, so. Melee weapons. Fuck. Oh, well, that's not terrible, I guess. Well, we'll see. Ooh! That's a 19 out of a 30! Nice. Okay. Um, I think I said you get a D8 for that, because it's we're basically treating it like a club, so go ahead and roll damage. Fucking hell! I don't have a D8! Hang on! Okay. That's seven damage. Okay, seven damage. Perfect. Uh, I am going to roll real quick. He rolled a hundred. Oh, no. The inside out man hits the ground. Fuck yeah. He's not dead. So? He's still prone. But he... It's hard to tell because he has no eyelids, but he looks to be unconscious. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit, you go <laughs> Damn. Nice job. <laughs> she I always just want to spray him in the face again. <laughs> that is gonna take us to Ned. Hold on, hold on. Sam kinda kicks it. You did an action, so you only have movement. No, I'm not gonna but, do yeah, anything. Go it's, she's just kinda like nudge it with her foot a little bit. <laughs> okay. And it doesn't move. Okay, good. Damn, Sam, I didn't know its brains was in its knee. <laughs> I should have hit the other knee. Uh, do I see that Chris is back up? You did hit its knee, didn't you? I did, but I didn't knock it the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, you can see that Chris is back up. He's kind of been the center of attention of this whole thing, so you can definitely see that he's back up. Chris, I think your girlfriend done knocked this thing out. You want to come put a shell in its head? Uh, yeah, um... But it's yeah. I thought you might. It's not my turn, so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I physically cannot move until God says so. Well, I go hit this thing. I, I'm gonna look over to Ryan and Arthur. Boys, get over here. Let's at least hold this thing down. If it wakes up, let's make sure he can get a clean shot in the back of this thing's head. And I'm gonna grab both of its legs, and I'm just gonna bear hug around both of them so it can't get up. Um, Elise is also going to help because she resents the fact that he only asked for the boys to use their muscles. I was going to say, if, uh, since he only asked the boys, you can definitely take an attack if you want to. Nah, Elise doesn't really know what's going on, but she feels like there must be a reason they're wanting Chris to do it. Oh, gotcha. Right around the legs. I'm just going to hug its legs and not let go until I hear a gunshot. You're going to hold it while he shoots it? Well, he ain't going to shoot it in the leg. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, he's holding his legs. Chris is going to 
put around in its head. I just want to make so, sure if it wakes back up, it don't jump back up. Okay, so we still have Ryan, Elise, and Ashley that have turns before Chris. Do you guys want to do anything? Or other than just help? Can I delay my turn in this game? Yeah. I delay my turn. Okay. Ryan? I'm trying to decide. Ryan is going to walk over and uh, kind of grab its wrists and just kind of point the claws away from everybody and just hold on to them. You want to duct tape his hands? You can take the duct tape out of my backpack. Arthur does have some pretty badass smiley face duct tape. I have to be over three rolls of duct tape still. Or we could all just delay our turns and then he can shoot the damn thing. <laughs> Stop talking with knowledge and, and clarity. <laughs> Chris walks over and you see all of you except for Elise, you guys have known Chris since you were kids. And he's always been a laid back fun guy. And you see anger and determination on his face like you've never seen before as he walks over to this monster who is unconscious, forces the barrel of his rifle into the monster's mouth and fires three times. I hope he doesn't miss. (laughs) That would be unfortunate, (laughs) I guess. Sam ends up flinching a little bit and just kind of shuts her eyes and looks away from it. And then he kind of taps Ned and Ryan on the shoulders as the monster is twitching to kind of get you guys off of it. And you see that as you guys stand up, he gets down on the ground, like straddles the monster, and you see his eyes start to well up as he just over and over starts to just beat what is left of this thing's face into an even more unrecognizable pulp. And all you hear over and over is the sound of his fist hitting this wet meat. Ryan is going to walk up behind him and grab him like under his uh, armpits to his shoulders and just kind of start pulling him back, just being like, it's okay. It's okay, man. You got it. We're done. Come on. We need to move. He is openly weeping at this point. I am going to drag him towards uh, Samantha and Ashley. After he gets one last hit in on the thing, he gets up and lets you move him. You see his shoulders are slumped. You see that anger and determination that was there before is gone. And like I said, he's just openly weeping. His shoulders are slumped. The gun is just hanging by its strap. You guys have never seen Chris like this before. Samantha is going to, uh, as he's close enough, wraps her arm around his shoulder and kind of just pulls her head into her shoulder and just lets him cry. He doesn't fight it. Ned's going to take off towards the bathroom. Arthur's going to poke the inside-out man and make sure he's dead. Doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Not at all. Before I say what I'm going to say next, is anybody going to go with Ned? I mean, after I poke uh, the inside-out man, is the the bathroom where the the stock stockade of weapons is? (laughs) You guys don't know. I'll go with that. What are the options here? You can do whatever you want at this point. You guys are no longer in combat, so you can go with the boys and explore more. You can stay here and see what, if any, drama is going to unfold from this crazy scenario that just happened. I think Elise 
will go with the people that are leaving because she is like, I don't think I should be here for these emotions. I'm not quite sure what all's going on, so I'm just going <laughs> to scoop John away from this situation. <laughs> okay. That's kind of the reason why Arthur left, too. It's getting a little awkward when the soldiers started crying. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ned and Elise and Arthur are leaving. Ryan, you're staying with everyone else? Uh, Ryan is going to grab the uh, thing's feet and start dragging it down towards where the theater it came from. Okay. So that will leave Samantha and Chris and uh, Ashley. Okay. Let me roll a d4 here to see whose scene we resolve first. Okay, I need everybody except for Breck to take off your headset. <laughs> you see Ned's group heads down the hallway towards the bathroom, and you see Ashley walks up and just hugs Chris with Samantha, and they're having their silent moment there. You grab the creature's feet and start to drag. And it's heavy. I mean, it's, for all intents and purposes, it's a deadweight human body, is what you're moving. Yeah. But there, it's not by any means something that you can't do. So, you know, there's no need for a, like a strength check or anything like that. It's just, you're just dragging the body away. And you are 100% able to drag it down towards the theater. You saw from the window that this theater is not where the stockpile or anything was, so you feel pretty comfortable just dumping it behind the door, knowing that you really have no business in that theater anymore. Yes, but he is going to go check the seat that the thing was attacking before, just to see if there's anything there. Okay. Because you had said Um, it was like attacking a seat when I first found it. Yes. So you go over there. I am... I'm going to have you roll me a search just because of how, uh, like, shredded that area is. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Ooh, that is a 22 on a 42. That is a critical success. That is a critical success. That is fantastic. Okay, what you find throughout all this wreckage and this, this area is completely destroyed. And you're searching through it, and you find two things. You find dog tags. And the dog tags, as you pick them up and look at them, are Chris's dog tags. And the other thing that you find, you're not quite sure what it is. But it almost looks like a tooth. But not like a human tooth. It looks more like, kind of like the Inside Out Man, how it's got like the demonic teeth, like the sharp, pointy, evil teeth. It looks kind of like that, but not the same size and or shape of what the Inside Out Man has or had at this point. Is there anything on the tooth, like any markings, any anything at all? Or is it just a tooth? Just looks like a tooth. Okay. And when I when I say like a sharp tooth, I mean, so picture the Inside Out Man is, you know, like I said, five, eight, five, nine, whatever I said. Imagine its teeth a little bit longer than human teeth, but pointed. Like, pointed, jagged, like, good for tearing and ripping and that kind of stuff. What you so, are holding now, 
I'm not gonna say like a dinosaur tooth, but it's a hold a pen. It would be about okay. the, the length of a pen, but the same kind of curvature as like a saber tooth tooth. Okay, so it's like a a big fang or something like that. Yes. Okay. And that is what you were able to find. And I mean, like, as far as like markings that you would see on it, it looks like it's been clawed a couple times. Like it's it's what the the Inside Out Man was attacking was that in the dog tag. So it, there's damage like that, but there's no no like sigils or anything like that on it. Ryan is going to kind of look over the tooth and just kind of shrug and throw it in his uh, back pocket. Or I guess the backpack, how big it is. Or the duffel bag, I should say. And uh, he's going to look at the dog tags. Do they look accurate? Yes. Like, do they have, like, all the stuff that would make it Chris's or? Yes. Okay. Yep, they 100% look like Chris's dog tags. Okay. That is, I, I, I just, I'm not a soldier, so I don't know what all information it has. But yes, it has all the accurate information. Okay. Do I remember seeing the tags on Chris at all? Or at least like a necklace or anything, or the way he's dressed, you wouldn't really see it because the dog tags. I I know this much; they're not like tight around the neck; they're very loose. So with what he's wearing and how he's dressed, they would be tucked under under his outermost clothing. So no, you did not see his dog tags, but you wouldn't have without asking for them. I try to remember if he got a forget-me-not. Uh, he did. And he did. Yes. He would have had to take at least his outer layer off to get that on, right? He would have. You are correct. Okay, roll me a history. Okay. I mean, it's not going to go well, but at least I have the chance. Uh, where is history? I do not use it often enough. Oof, that is a... 35 on a 13. Okay. You can burn 22 if you want. No, I'm not going to, because I can always just ask him. Okay. Even though I really want to know. Okay. That's what the luck is there for. For your discretion. Yeah. But I have 97, and I don't want to burn that much. (laughs) That is 100% fair. Mm, okay. Yep. He is just going to look at them and just kind of stare at them, trying to remember if he saw his dog tags or not when he took off his stuff and not quite being able to remember with everything that's happened, just pockets them. Especially with the fear of the monster coming into that room because you guys had just ducked into that storage room. So it makes sense that your mind would have been more on that because you and Ned were the two that actually were face-to-face with it in the hallway. So it makes sense that you would have still been a little rattled at that point. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting, like, I don't know, half an hour? Hour? <laughs> yeah, ever since you guys got to the movie theater, yeah. Yeah. I will say this, I did not expect it to uh, take the twists and turns that it has. You guys are definitely keeping me on my toes as well. Yeah, the, you and me both on the twists and turns. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he is just going to pocket both things and just kind of shake his head and say out loud, oh man, I really wish I had a cigarette. And then just start walking back towards the uh, the main lobby. Okay. With that, I will bring 
back, Melanie. Do you want me to take mine off? Yeah, because I need to resolve whatever she's doing while you're away. Okay, just want to make sure. Yep. This episode of Let's Play Pretend is sponsored by Dubby Energy. Dubby Energy is a mix-at-home energy drink produced in the USA that is formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crash. With no calories, no sugar, no fillers, and no artificial colors, Dubby is a go-to choice for your energy needs. With our code LPPPOD, you can get 10% off of any purchase that you make on their website. And yes, I mean any purchase. You want to make 15 purchases a month? Have 10% off of each one of them. Dubby Energy, an energy drink that you mix at home. No jitters, no crash. So Ned's group leaves. Uh You see Ashley comes over and from Chris's other side basically joins the little cuddle puddle hug. Well, I wasn't going to say cuddle (laughs) puddle because everyone freaks out when I say it. But yes, she she just kind of silently puts her arms around you guys. And Chris is still defeated, still weeping. You see Ryan kind of looks at you guys and without saying anything, without waiting for confirmation, he grabs the Inside Out man by the ankles and starts dragging him away towards the theater that he came out of. Okay. Because he wants to, you know, do that for Chris so Chris doesn't have to keep looking at it. I'm back. You aren't supposed to be back. Oh, sure. I thought you said come back. I said Melanie, come back. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) So, anyway. (laughs) um, What do you do? (laughs) You need to tell Cody to leave that in. Oh, that's 100% staying in. (laughs) So Samantha is basically cradling Chris at this point, and she just kind of strokes the back of his head in a reassuring way and looks at Ashley. What do what do we do? Ashley looks back at you and kind of gives you that look of I, I don't know, and then kind of like gestures like a uh, this I don't know. <laughs> But she doesn't say anything. This is all with her face and eyes that she says this. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what to do here. Okay. Uh, so, you didn't give me much to go off of here. I mean, your whole scene, if you want, can just be comforting Chris. You don't have to do anything with your scene. If you think for his character, the best thing would be is just to stand in silence... That is a valid option. I mean, I really don't think there's anything else to do. I don't know. You didn't You didn't really, like I said, you didn't give me much to go off of. So I guess she's just going to comfort Chris in this time of need. I don't like when you roll things. 
Well, I was rolling to see if uh, he was going to gain his composure, and he crit failed. So, no, he's still going to just sit there and cry. Okay. Uh, so, Samantha. Samantha. This is what we call a callback. God damn it. She's going to kind of force him to kneel. Like, she's going to kneel herself. So, this way... He's not just Ashley follows suit. standing there crying uh, when okay. everybody gets back. She's going to be sitting down at this point. So when they come back, if he wanted to, he could be even like laying his head in her lap so she can just comfort him easier. Easier. Okay. As you do that, Ashley kind of starts rubbing his back and just goes, Chris, Chris, are you okay? And he starts to compose himself and doesn't move. He's still kneeling with you guys. His head's still on your shoulders. He hasn't touched you. He has not put his arms around you. Anything like that. His arms are still just slumped at his sides. And he sniffles a bit. And he goes, I'm I'm a mess, guys. You... I'm covered in blood. You guys shouldn't be this close to me. I don't want to get blood all over you. Shut up. It's, uh, it's hard when you have to face your death, and, uh, then it comes back to haunt you again. I'm sorry, I I didn't mean to break down like that. I, uh, I just wasn't expecting that. That was very hard. You have every right to be upset. Especially since you said that that that's the thing that killed you before then you have every right to be scared of it and mad at it. It's nothing to be sorry about. That's a side of me that I don't like anybody seeing. You had to do what you had to do. I mean, you are a soldier after all. Yeah. Melanie. Yes. Roll me an alertness check. Hi. That's a 54 out of 68. Okay. Are you laughing? Because your scene is about to end and you're going to hate me. Oh, fuck you. You look up. You look up and you see uh-huh. Ryan coming back out of the theater. Uh-huh. He, uh, he'd he been in there for a little bit and you just kind of, you're taking stock of the room. You are comforting Chris. Ashley is there with you comforting Chris. And then you remember something. Before the Inside Out Man came... You saw somebody out in the parking lot. Yeah. You turn and look at the glass front door. Yeah. You turn and look at the glass front door, and you see Chris outside. What? And that's where your scene's going to end. I'm going to get everybody else back in here. (laughs) No, you take your headset off. You take your headset (laughs) off. Everybody else is coming back. It's their scene now. (laughs) I have so many questions. (laughs) well i have to get shelby and nick and matt in here so you take your headset off Uh uh-huh bye so this whole thing with the inside out man happens chris has his breakdown ned you can't mentally you can't deal with this right now Mm-mm, mm-mm. So your thought is, okay, 
I'm I'm gonna go and I'm gonna search. I'm gonna go back to what we were doing because that's just what's gonna keep me sane right now. So who's following me? I'm following you because I'm not letting another person go by themselves again. Arthur and Elise are following you. I'm following you because I can't handle emotions right now. So Everyone with their emotions. As you guys come to follow me, all you see is me like... You ever seen one of those speed walkers that's walking as fast as they can without running? One of the that mall is, people? Yeah, yes. one of the mall walkers. <laughs> yeah, take those like people that do that and then make them 16 years old. The speed that they could move doing that he rushes oh, into the bathroom. He just smashes the door and runs or power walks into there. Okay. There is no door to get into the bathroom. It's just an open thing. Is there, but is there a door on the toilet stall? Yes. I vomit into the toilet. Okay. I'm already gonna have to listen to it and try not to vomit while listening to it. So yep, there's a written the edit. <laughs> that, that's not a good sign, but maybe we shouldn't edit that. <laughs> Oh, I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna put the sound in there. I am a sympathy puker, so just the sound makes me just go. Bleh. You just made the sound. Perfect. You got your sound bite. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. But that's <laughs> what you guys see is you see Ned. I get into the bathroom as fast as I can, and I just bash the stall door open and begin violently vomiting into the toilet. Well, oh, see, now I should have done your scene first. Because now no one else is going to hear that. Well, that's because we, uh... Now we can close the door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, like, kind of awkwardly look around and be like, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? It's just Arthur is kind of freaking out and internalizing it. Elise is, like, kicking open all the rest of the stall doors to see if there's weapons or anything stored in there. There is not. She goes to the other bathroom and does the same thing. They're all empty. Arthur goes to Ned and be like, Ned, I know this is a bad time, but get that out of your system. He's patting his back. We gotta go. We gotta find the storage unit or whatever the hell they were using for weapons, and we gotta get out of here. We don't know if that's the only inside-out man there was. While they're talking in the bathroom, I think Elise has left and has continued searching because, once again, feelings. Are you going to continue searching, or are you just going to stand outside and wait? That's going to determine your headset situation. (laughs) I'll stand outside and wait so that I don't have to take off my headphones again. (laughs) Alright, sounds good. (laughs) So you you just hear one more real good (laughs) Oh god, yeah, let it out. Sorry, that was disgusting. You good? Yeah. I hand you a, uh, a Sasquatch napkin that was from my uh, parents' souvenir stand. <laughs> yeah. Wipe your face off. We, we, we gotta get going. Thanks, Arthur. You're welcome, oh buddy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, I'll, I flush the toilet and I go to the what? sink and I start. <laughs> I start splashing some water on my face from the sink, not from the toilet, Arthur. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, what's the use of flushing this toilet? <laughs> but I appreciate your... your I'm sorry, your my manners are built in. <laughs> oh, alright, alright. I just... I need to get that out. Um, 
thanks for checking up on me, man. I, I, I wanted to try and just get away, but I, I appreciate you, you know. Not leaving. I did. You just, <laughs> yeah. That, that. We'll stick with that. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's go back out there. Let's, yeah, let's see what's going on. I just, I can't look at that thing. Dude, what? Yeah. As I say, it's it's okay, man. We're, you're good to search, though. Uh, as long as I don't see that much blood out of one thing again, yeah, I, th- I think I'll be all right. I guess just don't look over by that that the mass of whatever that head used to be. Uh, yeah, okay. no, I'm I'm not gonna be looking at that, man. Don't I'm not looking that way again. So Shelby, while Elise is out in the hallway, and. You know, the boys are doing their thing in the bathroom. You're kind of overhearing what they're saying. I want you to give me uh, either an alertness or a search, whichever one is higher for you. Okay, one moment. They are exactly the same, so... They're both at 20? Yes, sir. So I want you to give it to me at a plus 30. Okay. So basically, instead of rolling on a 20, you're going to roll on a 50. 38. Okay. As you're looking down this hallway, just kind of waiting for the guys to finish what they're doing, you notice... So, you've been to Showplace 16. Yeah. Kind of what I am modeling this theater after. So you have your main concession stand out in the uh, lobby, and you have like the smaller uh, concession stands in each hall. Yes. There is a door in this hallway that does not look like it goes to either that concession stand or any of the theaters. I'm going to investigate that door. Okay. I'm guessing at this point you guys are coming out. Yeah, I'd imagine I've emptied my stomach. Yeah, we're coming out of the bathroom. Coming out. (laughs) So as you are walking out of the bathroom to meet back up with everyone else in the lobby... You see Elise going the other way. Where are you going, Elise? Hold on, I think I might have found it. Oh, really? Found what? The the stash? Alright, let's go, let's look. Med, oh, sorry. Arthur follows. Isn't that what we okay. were looking for? Yes. The stash okay, cool. is what you were looking for. So you head down that way. You try the door handle, and the door is locked. Uh, wasn't I given a key or something? You were given a key. I try the key. Oh, it's so nice to have a smart player. <laughs> wow. Thank so, you, Shelby, thank you. just just for a little bit of um, background here, since you weren't here for this and this episode hasn't released yet. Shut up, George. <laughs> the, uh, the party came into the movie theater, used the key to come into the movie theater, looked at the lobby and went, oh, look, that area goes behind the concessions. I'll bet that's where it, uh, the stuff is at. It's an employee-only door. Proceeded then to walk across the lobby and beat the ever-living shit out of the door instead of just using the <laughs> key they were given. <laughs> we were talking about that. They had a straight-on lynching of this door. And I'm just sitting here like... Yeah, you can attack the door. <laughs> I kicked the shit out of it. Did you win? Did you get it open? Uh, they finally broke the handle off, yeah. I'm proud of you He's guys. saying we, like all of us, did it. It was me and Sam. The other two were looking at us like we were dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we well, got in that door. 
They didn't try to open it with their keys either, so. <laughs> Shut up. If, nope. if what nope, I'm understanding is correct. Nope. Well, Sam is the only one that has the key for their group. Still. So, yeah. So, thank you for using the key. Yes, the key opens the door. What do I see inside the door? <laughs> it's another door. You see another door. A storage room. Huh? Is there anything in it? Yes. There are things in it. Good things? Very good things. You see weapons. You see food. Y'all get down here. I found it. Oh my god. Y'all, we you picked see, the wrong door. <laughs> you see a map. <gasps> oh shit. I, I pick up the map. I open okay. Discord. <laughs> I'm not sending it to Discord yet until you guys all get back together. Oh, right. There's people with headphones off. <laughs> well, no, fuck them. We got the map and we got the weapons. <laughs> yeah. good. No, Let's go leave them behind. We don't need them. <laughs> We've been waiting for this map for so long. <laughs> so you are calling out to the lobby for everybody else? Yeah. Okay. Is that a dumb decision? In That's not world, a dumb decision. Someone gonna hear me and come eat me or something? <laughs> <laughs> so many dumb ones to do. That is not a dumb decision. But at this point, I'm gonna have to have you guys take off your headphones again to see what they do. God bless you. Alright. Because there is there is something happening on that end. Sure. Sure. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Ryan, you walk out of the theater. You're going back yes. to the lobby to see what else is going on. You see that Samantha and Chris and Ashley are all on their knees. Just kind of still in their, you know... Um, Depressive state. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to use the the phrase again, since again everyone has such an aversion <laughs> oh, oh, to my oh, phrasing. Oh. The cuddle puddle. Yes, <laughs> but they're on their knees now, just you know, to kind of relax their legs. You see that Chris has his head on Samantha's shoulder, but is like refusing to touch anybody because you know his hands are all bloody and everything. You see Ashley rubbing Chris's back. You see all of the color has drained from Samantha's face as she is looking to the front of the movie theater. Ryan is going to walk forward slowly to see what she's looking at. Sam slowly lifts her hand and places it on Chris's arm to see if she can feel the forget-me-not. The forget-me-not is there. Ryan, as you walk out into the lobby, you see Chris standing outside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan is going to look at the Chris on the ground mm -hmm. and Samantha and see where her hand is mm -hmm. and then look at the Chris out there. How does the Chris out there look? The Chris out there looks like the demon Chris that you guys met originally. Fuck. Fuck. At that moment, you guys hear from down the hallway, you hear Elise go, guys, come down here. We found something. Fuck. Um, okay. Oh, he's staring right at you. He makes eye contact with you, Ryan, and he grins. He's 
up against the door. Is that door locked? I don't remember if that door's locked. Elise unlocked it to walk in. Shit. Does it look like he's trying to come through the door, or is he just kind of standing there? Nope, he is just standing there making his presence known. Ryan is going to slowly walk over to Samantha and Chris and them and just be like, Guys, I need you to go towards the others. Real slowly. Ryan, I'm not leaving you alone with that thing. I will literally be two steps behind you, walking with you. I don't want to be alone with that thing. But that door's unlocked. Considering what we've seen that thing do, I don't think the door being locked would stop it. True. But at that oh. moment, he, uh, you guys hear almost as if he's in your head. You see that the Chris outside kind of smacks the glass. And as he does, what almost looks like a blue force field, we'll say, stops him from actually making contact with the door. <laughs> this flimsy door won't keep me out. There are other things at play here stopping me from entering and getting to you. <laughs> the moment Ryan hears this, he's immediately like, oh, well then suck my dick, bitch, and grabs... <laughs> grabs Ryan and uh, Samantha and just starts yanking them towards the back of the theater. To be fair, you are Ryan, so for Ryan to grab oh. Ryan, that's <laughs> pretty impressive. Sorry, Sorry. Ryan, or uh, not Ryan, God damn it. <laughs> Samantha and Chris and just kind of start shoving them into Astley towards the uh, where everyone else went. Sam flinches at the fact that when like Sam flinches when he slams his hand on the door and she just she lets Ryan push her she pushes Chris and scrambles to her feet to head towards the others okay Ryan give me a power roll who can I say one thing real quick yes you can as they start moving on their own Ryan immediately flips him the double bird okay I might regret that but probably that is a 10 on a 75. Okay. As you are backing away into the hallway, Melanie, I need you to take your headset off. It's only going to be for a minute and then you guys are all going to be back together. But Ryan is going to experience something that you are not. Oh, okay. Sorry, Ryan. Is it because I flipped him the bird? No. Did that help at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> I figured. As you are running down the hallway, you hear... In your head, you hear him go, Run! Run as fast as your little legs will carry you. And I will catch up. I will find you. There is no hiding. Because you have something that belongs to me. And I want it back. Ryan just shouts, shouts down the hallway, is it these nuts? Because you can suck them. And then just starts running faster. <laughs> you see that he is watching you as you disappear down the hallway. I will say the only reason Ryan is this confident is because he saw it punch the wall and nothing happened. Otherwise, mm -hmm. he'd be shitting himself. <laughs> That's 100% fair. Okay, let me get everyone else back.
Elise, you called down the hallway and told everyone to come down to where you were because you found something. Yes. Took a minute. And nothing happened. There was silence from the uh, lobby. And then all of a sudden you hear Ryan yelling at somebody. Oh, with inside as my dick, bitch. Chris and Samantha and Ashley start running down the hallway and Ryan is five, six steps behind them. Are is are the yells a panicked kind of yell? What are the yell? yells? I don't know, like a yay, you found it yell. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. It's my heart of hearts a lot to be so, but I don't think it's that. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the yell is, uh, suck my dick, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Man, I went the wrong direction. (laughs) And then you also hear him yell, is it these nuts? Because you can suck them. What? Yeah. Fuck. Arthur's gonna grab a weapon because he doesn't know what's hell is happening. Yeah, Elise is grabbing a gun and. Yeah, I'm grabbing the first thing I can that's heavy. Same. Well, you guys have your pick because you found the stock, so. Well, what's that? Uh, is there a sledgehammer? Sure. There are also handguns and shotguns and rifles and. I yeah. grabbed a sledgehammer. Okay. I want a shotgun. I'm okay. taking a handgun. Okay. Ryan runs in and uh, closes whatever door there is, and it's like, okay, so Nega Chris is outside, and uh, that's bad. Uh huh. I'm sorry. Come again. Um, he probably can't. He just told him to suck it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're earning our explicit tag today. Oh, very much so. Well, short version is, is uh, Ashley wanted to talk to her dead brother, summoned something that looked like her dead brother, was not, it killed her, and then we all ended up here. And uh, it's currently outside. It can't get in, but it's angry. And apparently we have something of his? What do you mean we have something of his? As Ryan says that, he's going to turn and stare directly at Chris. Oh, fuck. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's my best guess so far. Chris, what is he talking about? I, 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 I don't know. I, I, this is the first time that I've seen this thing that you guys said was wearing my face. I'm a little freaked out right now, but everything that I have on me is mine. I, I don't know. Hey, Chris. I, I don't know. Yeah. What's up? You got your dog tags? Um, yeah. He unzips his outermost layer and, uh, pulls them out so you can see them. Yeah. My, my tags are right here. I was really hoping you'd say no. And Ryan is going to pull from his pocket a set of dog tags. What the fuck? I'm considering that nobody else heard him. And he looks at Samantha. When he said that he had, we had something of his. I think he meant me specifically, which terrifies the shit out of me. So throw, throw, throw the dog tags out towards him. Why do you still have them? Because he killed someone without even flinching in the two seconds he was in our realm. So I don't really want to do anything he wants, just in case. What, you want to do things he doesn't want you to do? That's just asking for a bad outcome. Well, he can't come in, 
and I'm seeing a lot of weaponry in here, so I'm okay being defiant for a little bit. Ned is white-knuckling his sledgehammer. Ryan is going to start digging through the pile of stuff that he sees to find something. At least make sure the shotgun's loaded. (laughs) Arthur nervously holds up his handgun, I guess. (laughs) I would say all your guns are fully loaded, so you're good there. Uh, Arthur, you need a quick lesson on that? Uh, point and shoot, right? Yeah, you know what, bud? I think you should go first. Alright, because my gun is the most accurate, right? Your gun might be. I don't know about you. I just don't want to get shot, just like I don't think you want to get hit in the head with my hammer. Uh, Yeah, that's not on the list of things I want to fucking do today. I don't think any of this was on our list, man. How big is this closet we're in? Are we pretty on top of each other right now? No, you've got... I mean, it's not a big room, but you have room to move. It's like your typical storeroom. Like, this would be the room upstairs where they would have... I say upstairs because in this fictional world, this movie theater has a basement. You uh, you came in the episode after the basement, so... Um, Another spoiler! <laughs> Another spoiler! Um, this would be the room on the ground level where they would have like your uh, soda, like the how the soda uh, syrup comes in the boxes and stuff. This would be where like that kind of stuff was stored. The butter would be stored. This is just like your regular storage room, but I mean that kind of stuff takes up space, so it's a it's a decent sized room. Uh, Sam ends up picking up a handgun as well. Okay. Ryan is grabbing an AK plus extra ammo, and if he finds a chest rig to put the actual extra mags in, he will do that as well. Okay. You see as you're picking stuff up, Chris looks at you and goes, um, mind if I take my sidearm back now? Ryan hands it out to him and then uh, goes and finds another one. Thank you. Yeah, He no absolutely problem. starts reloading the spent shells. Ryan is also looking for a couple of those flashbags that they used. Okay. Yeah, you can find some of those. Okay. The other thing Ryan is looking for is to see if any of this equipment seems military or police or something, because they found it in this town, and uh, Ryan would like to know where. Um, it looks like it's a hodgepodge. It doesn't look like it's uniform at all, so you would assume that it's just stuff that they've found. Okay. Uh, real quick, um, I just want you guys to uh, go to the Discord and look under the Maps tab. Jordan, let me know if I can find what it is I'm about to send you a uh, couple pictures of. You got us a map, finally! <laughs> Jordan, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Okay. You got Gainsborough from Eris's last name, didn't you? No, I didn't, actually. I thought I found the trick. <laughs> but that is... I'm surprised that I didn't think of that. Yeah, me neither after I read it. <laughs> Alright, so you're looking for a shotgun without a stock and then a handgun with whatever the hell that is. I'm guessing that's a laser sight underneath it? Uh, yeah. Um, it cannot have the laser sight if that makes you feel happy. I was going to say, shotgun, yeah, that's fine. Uh, handgun, yeah, no laser sight. No laser sight, yes, handgun? Sure. Deal. 
For any fans of firearms, the handgun is a Heckler & Koch MK23. Are we waiting for it to come to us and knock down this door and we're just going to blast it when it opens up the door? Well, he can't get in. There's some sort of force field that's keeping him out, which I think for now we should not antagonize him. Uh, we need to find a way out without him seeing us. I need everybody to roll me an alertness check. Seventy-five on a twenty-nine. Okay, Nick ain't or Ned ain't hearing shit. Sam's not hearing it either. Forty-one on a twenty-one. Twenty-seven on a sixty-seven. Okay. Twenty-six out of thirty-five. Arthur and Ryan. Uh, everyone else can stay here for this scene because I'm sure as soon as they hear this, that uh, they will be informing you of what they hear. You guys hear from down the hall, because the door is still open. It's not like you didn't slam it shut. It's still kind of cracked open. From down the hall towards the lobby, you hear what sounds like very loud, very heavy, in absolutely no way can be natural footsteps. Uh, guys, we gotta go. As Ryan hears this, he's going to grab an extra flashbang and just walk up to the door and get it ready, pulling the pin but not letting it uh, go off yet, and just looks at everyone and is like, is everyone ready to go? Let's Play Pretend is Nick Barnett as Ned Dollarin, Breck Black as Ryan Winchester, Matt Check as Arthur Gooseberg, Melanie Derringer as Samantha Williams, and me, Jordan Derringer, as your DM, GM, keeper, handler, and host. Our guest for this episode is Shelby Hill, who you can find over on the Folk and Fantasy Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on our social medias in order to keep up with the show and stay in the know. And we will see you in two weeks' time. Let's play pretend!